Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Bearded Three Podcast. I'm RJ Parks. I'm here today with Travis Walker. I'm Travis Walker. And our guest, none other than the originator of the Bearded Three Podcast. Creator, the inventor. Tanner Battles himself. (laughs) Hello. How's it feel to be in the other chair today? Oh, it's intimidating. You are sweating a little bit. Very nervous. Yes. If you could see me, you'd see I'm sweating pretty badly in here. Instead of asking the questions, you have to answer them. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like this. It's going to be great. It's going to be so great. So as you guys know, we're going through the staff and it is just, we've gone from the earliest hires and then we're going to work our way backward. And so we're at Tan. I think it would be the latest, the latest hires. You're right. Right. To latest hires. The people that were earliest on the staff. Staff. Sure. Do we so, have to circle so Todd back Styles would be the the very the last. Very so after Todd, do. do we have to circle back to Natalie since she's come on since right, we started right, the podcast? Yeah. And it's a it's a vicious cycle we're mm. in. So we made our way to Tanner. That's why he's up. I'm up. So and next up actually is isn't it, isn't it you? Or is it Julie? Julie, probably. Julie's yeah. not going to like being on this. It would be Julie. She, I would be shocked if she even it does it, to be honest. Great. So, so it goes Julie, then Travis. Can you, can you as her like superior, just Boss. order her to yes. do, like, like, you have to do this, do it? Yes. That's how that works, right? Do I have to run it by Jace? I'm out. I think so. If I've drawn it by Jace. Yeah. You need yeah, to you definitely do. We should bring Jace really? on the podcast one time with him. Oh, maybe Jace and Julie. Yeah, with both of them. That would yeah. be fun. Perfect. All right. All right. So we have some questions uh, for you, Tanner. This will be the interview portion of the, our podcast. I'm so excited. So we're going to lead off with Travis's oh, question. Okay. All right. We're oh, going to start going with right, the right serious. Yeah, we're going to go serious first. And Get then, emotional. RJ needs time to think of I do. Questions. I did not questions. finish my assignment. <laughs> How much I prep time did you We gave him one job <laughs> and he just, nope. Can't all right, we'll, we'll dive into the serious stuff. That's all right. Get to know Tanner a little bit. Um, so uh, Tanner has seen these questions, uh, podcast listeners. So he should be prepared with some really amazing answers. Gonna blow your I'm mind. so excited for these profound answers. So people maybe not don't know your history, your, uh, your work background, but yeah. before he came to First Family Church, he worked at Wells Fargo in the corporate world, the secular world. And so that's a pretty big transition, big change for him so i'd just love for him to maybe share a little bit more of that story um and then answer the question just like why were you willing to make that jump leave the corporate world to come to the the church world and was that a difficult decision for you what weighed into that decision and uh has it been worth it well you might have to remind me of the second and third part okay. because i will for sure it's a long question it is well they all, travis always has multi-part questions it's all kind of one true. question right so I was at, so I graduated from college in 2012 and I got a job a couple months after at Wells Fargo in their creative department doing graphic design, advertising, marketing, that sort of thing. And worked there for two and a half years. It was a good kind of first job um, out of college. You know, it was a good steady job. I had great coworkers, enjoyed my time there. I really did. But I started getting a growing sense of um, wanting to have something or wanting to do something that had a little more meaning or something that I felt like I was really making a difference with. And not to say that if you, you know, you work a desk job or work at Wells Fargo that you're not doing meaningful work. I was just, I sensed a growing restlessness in myself of I wanted to do something um, maybe ministry related or something like that. And I knew that I, I, I had a, in my mind, I thought I'd love to work for a church someday, but I thought someday, I thought years down the road type thing. So I think I was 24 at the time and that's, that feeling started growing in me. So I was just like Googling like 
church jobs or just, I, I think I went to churchstaffing.com or something and just happened to see that first family's, you know, communications director job was up. Um, and I kind of had a hmm, interesting, like I live in Ankeny, work in West Des Moines, but there's a job in my, my city that I live in that has an opening did, went through the process, started working here, and uh, what was your second question? Was it a difficult decision? Was it a difficult decision? Um, yeah. In one sense, it was because my friends at at uh, Wells Fargo were really good friends. Like we had this like design team that was five of us, and so we were all we were like a design team in this world of like corporate, and so everyone else was like you know really like sharp you know, dress sharply and very seriously. And then we had our design area, which is like this pod of cubicles. And it was like the opposite. We had like cardboard cutouts of cheeseburgers. Like it was just like, it was just like this random fun area in this big corporate world. And so we had a lot of fun. So it was hard to leave that. And I was at Sailorville, you know, for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was really plugged in there. So it was hard to leave that church family. And I had really good friends there that I knew I'd have to say goodbye to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a hard decision. But I knew down the road, like, where do I want to be in five years? You know, I was like, I think I want to be working for a ministry and not mm-hmm. still working at Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. So um, it was hard, but it's definitely been worth it. Um, I've, I've loved working in ministry. There's, it's definitely a whole different world. I mean, when, I think before I started here, um, one of my buddies, Jared, who works at Sailorville, said mm-hmm. that uh, he said, say goodbye to like nine to five and like you get to turn your brain off when you go home from work. Mm-hmm. Like you're basically on the clock most all the time. Like you gotta, you'll be thinking about ministry stuff when you're at home and like, it just, it just takes over your life a little bit yeah. and not, not, it could be an unhealthy way, I guess, but it's, it does, it does require, I think more than just, you know, you clock out at five and you don't think about work till the next morning. That's how it was at Wells Fargo and that's not how it is now, but, mm-hmm. um, it has been worth it in terms of, I've really enjoyed what I do, do and have enjoyed uh, who I work with and the team here we've, we've put together is awesome and, um, I love being able to serve the Lord and serve the local church and the body of Christ here at First Family and, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I met my wife here, so I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of a big one. So I, that's, that's a plus. That is a big plus. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Thank you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if I'm thanking you guys specifically, you but can. thank you to the church. Seems appropriate. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that answer your, answer the question, I think. I think that was great, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Number two, um, hopefully our church family knows this, but if they don't, your wife is just a few weeks away from giving birth to your few first is, child. Yeah. I don't know when this will release. That's but what I was. That's why I wrote it that way. Yeah, it could release the week of. So, so. at this very moment of okay. recording, she's thirty. This is thirty-three weeks this week. Okay. Okay. So, so she's all, two months almost. Yeah, depending on yeah. when baby comes. But, okay. Um, yeah, due date is September sixteenth. So. Okay. So yeah, we're getting we're getting close. You're getting close. Yeah. It could be any day though. I mean, not that's not the hope, but correct. Okay. <laughs> So as you uh, prepare for being a father and bringing a baby home, what are you excited about and what are you nervous about? And then we will give you all the yeah. awesome advice. Parenting that we advice, have. Yeah. yes. I know I'm, what I'd be excited I, I about. Lo- I love getting parenting advice, so unsolicited too. Yes. So if you're at church one Sunday and you see me walking around, just walk up and give uh-huh. me some parenting advice. I yeah. love it. Very in a judgy way yeah. too. Be really harsh <laughs> with how you, yeah, yeah. for you know sure. What you like should do Disposable with your kid. diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Vaccinations? What? Do you not want your kid to go to college? Do you not love your child? Yeah, just walk up and say that to me. I'm ready for it. We got those coming. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be a dad just in general. I mean, I've had, I got married when I was 29, so, uh, and, and my wife was 27. So we, we were both kind of maybe to the point where we kind of said, like, are we even going to get married? You know, in the Christian world, if you don't get married at, you know, under 24, it's like, is it going to happen for you? You know, you, you missed the boat of, of, you know, Christian college. So we got married later. So part of me was like, 
I think part of both of us was like, are we ever going to have kids? You know, like, are we ever going to get married at all? Who knows? So now we have a kid on the way. It's a little surreal. And so I think uh, I'm excited just to, just to be a dad because I've had so many friends that have had kids and I have great relationships with my friends' kids. So I've loved playing with them. We, you know, babysat them, hanging out with them and stuff. And it's a ton of fun. Um, but it, there is obviously a key difference, you know, that you send them home with the parents when you, you know, babysit and hang out with them and stuff. So um, I was just excited to be a dad and kind of the shared experiences, like watching him experience, our son experience all the things for the first time, um, you know, like, I mean, you're going to get this, but like teaching him to, you know, or like having him watch like Iowa football games with me will be fun, you know, like enjoying that with him type thing. Cause my wife's a cyclone fan. She doesn't care for Iowa football. So <laughs> having a son that I can actually literally teach from birth that, Hey, and we're brain, like the Hawkeyes, but brainwash him. Right. Exactly. hundred percent. I don't know any part of that. I don't know that <laughs> um, nervous about is it's just the fact of, you know, never had to keep a human being alive that has zero capability of doing that themselves. Um, Cause even when I've babysat kid, some of my friends' kids and I've done even done it overnight too, they're not like, you know, newborns. And so there's a little bit of like, don't break the baby thing mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm, you know, like they're I very resistant, Re- resilient, resilient. They yes. That's what I hear. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's a little nervousness like, uh, don't, you know, like keep, mm-hmm. keep them alive, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's just like generic, like, or general yeah. nervousness of just taking care of the baby, you know? We always say when they turn one and two, the child's full-time job is to kill themselves. And so it's your job to keep them alive because they're, they're touching the Everything. oven they're outlets. They're yeah. They're climbing stairs that they don't know how to climb, uh-huh. and they're just doing everything they can to hurt themselves. And that's your full time job. Wait till you Fun. watch them fall down the stairs for the first time. Oh, it's terrible. It'll break your heart, but then you realize they just bounce up and, and they, they rub their head and <laughs> like go out. on their way. Like I would have broken. I, ha- 15 I have ribs. noticed some some of my friends. I'll see them like so just as a perfect example. We were at our small group grill out on Saturday night, and uh, one of the one of our small group guys, his daughter was there, and she's maybe. Th- three or four and her little like chair was on was sitting on the edge of the deck and there's no there's no railing or anything it's just the edge of the deck and it's like probably a foot and a half off the ground and she sits on it and one of the one of the legs back legs was not on the deck and so i saw it in slow motion like 10 feet away Mm. she sits down and just starts tumbles over and she did like a full flip like hit her head and then like fell backwards just wailing, obviously, you know, Ben goes over and grabs her and, oh, you're fine, you know, and like five minutes later, she's just like playing and yep. laughing and you're like, yep. my goodness. You're still a nervous wreck <laughs> and the kid's right. fine. Yeah. So have you uh, looked into the appropriate uh, footwear for becoming a dad? Are you thinking of like going uh, with the Nikes oh, or the I've, New Balance? On our, on our uh, you know, our like our baby uh, registry, it got, you know, it got some obviously uh, New Balances I think called the 504s. No. Yeah, yeah I think no. you're. There's a number. Or am I thinking of the, what are the Nike ones? Yeah. We just looked at them. Monarchs. Oh, you checked the Monarchs. monarchs. Oh, yeah. Monarchs. We were at so the I gotta, Nike outlet. I'd go with You know, Nike. if somebody wanted to give me that for like a, hey, a, a baby gift Taking and give me a dad writing shoe. Writing that down. I mean, dad mm. shoes. Hey, sh- hey, church, write that down. I'm mm-hmm. a size, what size am I? 10? 10 and a half? You got to get you like a, know that. A, yeah, I just haven't bought, I don't buy shoes very often. Eventually, you'll know yours and your size. Well, okay. And every shoe company has a different size. So like some shoes, I'm like a nine and a half. Some shoes, I'm like an 11. You know? Wow. I wish everyone could get on the same. Have page you on that um, one. have you started uh, getting a bank of dad jokes together? You know, I've noticed more dad jokes happen. Uh, no, this is no joke. I have <laughs> joke. Ah. See, ah, I've noticed more there. dad jokes just happening accidentally. Oh. I'm not kidding. Since since I've been since we've been pregnant, it's weird. Like mm. I'll say like, uh, oh, it, like the other day, 
uh, we were, I was having, having Bethany help me with a project and I had a blade and I said, yeah, you can go take a stab at it. Oh. And she went, uh, funny. And I was like, I wasn't even trying to do that. Wow. They're just like it's pouring out of natural. me. I don't, That's good. I've noticed, you made it. serious, I've noticed I've started to care about my, my lawn more this summer. Oh, boy. It's like it's, it's, like it's a natural transformation just mm-hmm. happens to you. I don't know what's going that on. That fades as your kids get older. Does it? My lawn's dying right now. <laughs> Doesn't so. Brock mow it for you? He does. and that's. <laughs> does he do a poor job? Well, it's not really the mowing that's killing it. I'm not sure what it was this year. But. So you just don't care enough to... We didn't... We've not much rain. Right. That yeah, that, right. that does not help. You if you ever s- need any dad jokes, though, you know yeah, RJ's I'm the guy that comes RJ's too, got so. you. I think that's the only reason you're on TikTok, right, is to follow the only dad reason joke I do this accounts. podcast, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just a chance, <laughs> just cool. an avenue for dad jokes. Just yeah. Stand-up yeah. opportunity <laughs> for RJ. Yeah, like, uh, for instance. Let's go. Did you know go. that uh, Stephen King has a son named Joe? <laughs> I'm not joking, uh, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a dad joke. But don't sh- I need to introduce uh, some la- laugh man. track in there. That's solid. That's solid. That in. All right. All right. <laughs> let's get back to it. Tanner, next question. Okay. Uh, you lead an adult small group. Uh, last year, I believe, was your first year leading yep, right. an adult small group. Mm-hmm. Tell us a uh, little bit about your group. Uh, what impact leading that group has made on you? And share with us a story of what God has done through your group. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, I was a youth leader in First Families Youth Group for five years. Mm-hmm. And before that, I was a youth leader at Sailorville for a few years as well. And so this is obviously a bit different it's going from, you know, 14 to 15, 16-year-olds to yep. adults. Um, but it's been it's been amazing. I've loved it. Um, uh, small group as a whole has had a huge impact on me, but leading a small group definitely has a different dynamic. We've been able to open our home, so we, we host as well. And so Opening our home to people is just like hospitality has become just something we we enjoy. Um, so we're having fun. It's it's just it's fun leading a group. There are there are definitely like hard things about leading mm-hmm. a group. It is a it's not an easy no. it's not an easy thing to do, but it is it is rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we've we've loved our first year. What, what was the second? Question? Any story you could share? Again, yeah, I could. I mean, I think the most that recent imp- one that comes yeah. to mind is this summer we've done. Um, a, we've done every, we've done an alternating week thing where we've done one week sub where we study a book so we talk mm-hmm. about the last chapter of the book and then the other week is we do a grill out and we just hang out and stuff but the point of the grill out is fellowship of course but also invite your neighbors or invite your friends so we've had three of three of our families have hosted the grill out and have invited our neighbors and we've had a bunch of neighbors come and friends and like people that maybe are from the church or just started going to the first family but haven't plugged into a group, kind mm-hmm. of an outreach opportunity to say like, hey, come check our group out this summer. We're just going to be hanging out, having some you know burgers and just playing some yard games and stuff. Um, so that's the one the most recent comes to mind. It's cool. been awesome. Yeah. Um, our group has really loved studying a book together. Mm. Um, and it kind of takes the pressure off in the alternating week where you're just like, hey, we're just going to have fun and enjoy yeah. enjoy time together. Um yeah, cool. that would be a story. That's a good transition to our final question. Um, speaking of books that you've been reading, uh, I know you set a book reading goal for the year, uh, just to kind of give you some accountability. <laughs> what was the goal? Are you on track to hit the goal? And what has been the best book you've read this year? Yeah, so so last year I set the goal of 12 books, and I had a word for the year. And on staff we did a word for the year. Well, this is actually staff was the first year this year. Yeah, that was, it was our, our team, team last, last year. year, yeah. So I said the word last year, student, because I wanted to be a student of the word and I wanted to be a student of books and just I wanted to, just to learn and grow. And it just never took last year. So I think I read nine books out of the 12, so I didn't make my goal. 
And so I thought I'll, I'll set the same goal this year. I'll, I'll do the, I'll do the same goal and I'll try to be, I'll try to get into more of a, a rhythm. And like two months in, I was kind of the same thing. And then like around March, I decided I'm going to carve out like 10 or 15 minutes of my morning after I'm done reading scripture and I'm going to read a book. And just because, you know, nighttime, you're either tired or you don't want to like use your brain that much. So I was like, I want to knock out some reading in the, in the morning. If I read 10, 15 minutes in the morning, I'll knock out, I'll probably knock out 12 books in a year, you know. So I kind of started doing that. And then, you know, that love for reading grew. And before you know mm-hmm. it, I was reading in the morning and night. Mm-hmm. And so I think, so I had 12 for this year. I think I'm at 15 right now. Wow. And I moved my goal nice. up to 24 because nice. I want to, I want to have another mm-hmm. goal to, to attain. Um, so I've, I've, you know, it, you, you know, they've heard the, heard the phrase like discipline leads to delight. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that mm-hmm. phrase, but like, that's how it's been true for me. Like I've set this habit of reading books and now I actually enjoy reading books to where I'm at. It's nighttime. It's like 9 PM. And I'm like, I'm going to go read. Like mm-hmm. I've never said that in my life. So if you're out there and you're not a reader, like mm-hmm. if you set the rhythm, I feel like eventually you'll develop a love for it. Maybe not, I don't know, maybe not the same way I did. Everyone's, you know, different, but yeah. I found that's true, true for that's me. Cool. So, um, yeah, the, I've, I, I told you this earlier. I, I don't know what the best book is because the, the, my best book would be one that I didn't fully read this year. So I finished it this year, but I started it last year. Um, Reason for God by Tim Keller. Nice. It's just super, super good. If you've mm-hmm. never, if you've never read it and you've ever, if you, if you want to know about like, Hey, here's why we should believe in not just God, but Jesus in the Bible. Super good of mm-hmm. like, he provides both historical and just like, what's the word? Like reasoning mm-hmm. to to give you kind of flesh on the bones of like, hey, we're not just blindly believing this like Bible that's like, well, it's unfounded, but mm-hmm. you just like right. just believe it. it. He gives you a lot of historical and logical reasoning for why you should believe the God of the Bible. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. Um, I really enjoyed this book called uh, Jesus Continued by J.D. Greer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read that during our Holy Spirit series while I was on vacation in Florida. Just knocked it out there, and it was it's just it's a super like comprehensive book on the Holy Spirit. Um, went so well with our series. Um, so that was really good. And then I read a classic, uh, Knowing God by J.I. Packer, mm-hmm. um, from what the eighties, maybe uh, it's, probably. it's fairly old. It yeah. is a super, super good book. It just basically goes through like all the aspects of God. Like each chapter is like a different doctrine of God. And he just kind of like says, here's everything you need to know about this. And he just like goes, goes through it and it's super, super good. So awesome, man. So I gave three for one, but it's great. I had trouble narrowing it down. So that's been the uh, the deep stuff, the yeah. heart wrenching, yeah. emotional questions. A lot of tears were shed in the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was crying. Now it's time to have fun. <laughs> a little lighter side of this. I think so. So did that give you enough time to? Ask? That's the part I'm in charge of. <laughs> right. Got it. Did that give you You're some time to ask so some questions, ready. RJ? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see, Tanner. Um, so you started in January of 2015 here, right? I did. Yep. So you've been the brains behind a few different things here at First Family. We mm-hmm. did a logo rebranding we did. Uh, during your time. Um, what would you say has been the uh, best thing that you, or the, the thing you're probably the most proud of that you've accomplished in your time at First Family? Hmm. Wow, that's not a funny question. That's one I sure it I is, because sh- I know the answer. So what do you, wh- you know the answer? I know the answer, what it should be. But I want to hear from you first. Is it something related to Flash? Nope. Uh-uh, not at all. Oh, man. I think I'm the most proud of. I'm going to have to cut out some silence here. Um, 
I feel like I'm trying to think of what you're going to say and not thinking about my own. All right, I'll just give you the answer. <laughs> the answer is the firsties. Oh, well, you're bold bringing that back up. Right. People so, are going to be clamoring after yeah. they hear so this. What was your favorite uh, firsties memory? Hmm. That's a good question. Man, there's so many good ones. For those of you first family new people that are tuning into this, got a uh, lot of new listeners. You should go back uh, on our website or YouTube or wherever you would find it. Tanner can tell you that. Uh, and watch the YouTube first episodes because they were a way for us to honor our volunteers, and uh, they, they were pretty good in my opinion. Yeah, we killed it for yeah. sure. So, what was your favorite one? Um, I think probably the first one because huh. it wasn't the best one we did, I don't think, and it probably wasn't the funniest one. But there was something about the like the freshness of it, and like we didn't know what we were doing yet. Like, we, I mean, we didn't really figure it out by the end either. But like, yeah, we still we, but we went three but seasons. Like when didn't we, know what when we, we were first doing. started, it was just like, yeah, hey, we'll just try this out and see how it goes. And people loved it. And that oh, first, like, when we went to uh, was it what was the tenderloin place? Was oh, that the, the first Schmitty's? one? Is that, that was the second called? one. Oh, what was the who'd we go for the first one? The first one was, one was that the, Justin uh, Porter? Porter and Dave Nelson, Dave Nelson and Becca Riker. That's right. The first one was the moment I'm thinking of. The uh, outtakes, the come and go parking lot in Polk City. Okay, oh, that was you guys good. don't know about that this one. Was no. hilarious, wasn't that was hilarious. I didn't include Absolutely. that footage. That's why oh, I have. That's, that's, that's right. why I have control over what gets posted. That's yeah. right. So Sorry. in a, in a nutshell, uh, Tanner went into the come and go at Polk City, and Travis and I stayed in the car, and I was driving, and and Tanner left the camera in the vehicle as well. <laughs> And so Travis grabbed the, grabbed the camera, and when, when Tanner came back out to get in the car, we had the doors locked, and we started moving the car so he couldn't get in. And uh, he chased us all around the parking lot while Travis filmed the whole thing, and it was it was pretty hilarious. Uh, <laughs> lost footage. Yes, we'll never see it. Darn it. What I learned about through the firsties was nobody tells RJ no. If he what? asks for something absolutely ridiculous, for some people, for some reason, people just say yes. Like the time we're dressed up as Batman, <laughs> and we go to Starbucks, and RJ's like, "Hey, can I hand people drinks through the drive-through window?" They're like, "Any sure, other business would have been like, no, we have protocol and cleanliness. <laughs> like, you can't just do whatever you want." And of and course, and it wasn't like it was a local place. It no. was Starbucks. It was a yeah. chain. They have specific yeah. standards. And then we go Maybe. to the middle, the middle school, and I'm like, "They're not going to let us in the middle school. You have to have badges. You have to have ID. Yeah. Like." There's a whole safety protocol. You can't just walk into a middle school. They let us completely just walk right into the middle yep. school. Yeah. Nobody tells RJ no. No, well, that's it's, not it's true. It's incredible. <laughs> that's why RJ's our fundraiser. Guess well, what? He's bringing in the bucks, my friends. Fundraiser? Yeah, that's, fun. what, that's what I said. Fun. No, fun, fundraiser, yeah. <laughs> All right. So you, do you have a favorite moment from the firsties besides the first one? You, you liked the tenderloin. I'll say the tenderloin one. I don't okay. know what... Watching you that guys, yeah. watching you guys behind make tenderloins the, behind the, the counter yeah, was, tra- was comedy was gold. I got to take orders. Travis is the waiter. Yeah. <laughs> when you were taking orders and that guy was like listening it off and you were like... Uh, what was said, what, run it through the garden. <laughs> run it through the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Some random kid that was willing to be in our stupid video. Yeah, that was a classic. Was All right, so you are a big um, Iowa Hawkeye fan, correct? Uh, yeah, I would say that. Okay, uh, football fan or basketball fan? Which is yes. Which you like more? Oh, uh, what's funny is I am. I play basketball. I never really got into like I played football in like junior high and and ninth grade, but I stopped after that, and I never really got into football a ton. For some reason, I like Hawkeye football more than basketball. I don't. I don't really know why. I don't know if it's the, you know, there's less games and there's the game day atmosphere and yeah. there's Kinnick that's, you know, loud and everything. I don't know what it is. I just enjoy watching the football, watching football more than hmm. basketball for some reason. So you had a you had a streak at one time going where you would go to watch the Hawkeyes in big games and they would <laughs> fail miserably. Correct. Yep. The Rose Bowl, the yep. Big Ten Championship yes. game. 
That was um, within a month of each other too. Yeah. So, so did that? It was a rough streak. Did that streak end for you? It did. Ever? It did. We. It. But it wasn't against anyone. I, I learned a lesson that I need to stop going to meaningful games because if I go to a big game and they lose. Two hours is a long drive back after a, after a tough loss. Mm. So I decided, you know what, I'm not going to go to any big games anymore. And then, I think it was three years ago, I went with a few buddies, and we went to the Northwestern game. Mm. For whatever reason, Northwestern figures out a way every year to beat Iowa. And so we go to this game, and I was favored by a touchdown or two. I'm like, they're going to win. It's Northwestern. My other three friends are not Iowa fans, so they're hoping for an upset. They don't care who, who wins. They're like, hey, go Northwestern. Great. And wouldn't you know it, Northwestern wins. Uh, and so I think the net, we went to a net game the following year, and we went to – it was like North Texas or something. Perfect. And they won like 65 to 6 or something. Nice. That was the kind of game yeah. I'm like, all right, now I can relax and yeah, have yeah. a good time. So what's been your favorite Hawkeye moment? Ever? Ever. <sighs> Man. It can be basketball or – I mean the uh, women's lacrosse hmm. or the catch uh, in 2005 the Capital One Bowl Drew Tate to Warren Holloway mm-hmm. I was 15 in high school uh, Iowa was up by a couple touchdowns and they let up a couple touchdowns late and they lost the lead with like a minute left and Drew Tate bombs that 56 yard touchdown pass the last play of the game to win it that was that was a pretty good hmm. one I was going nuts for that one yeah i mean high up there obviously is uh 2000 was it 2016 i don't remember michigan uh michigan versus iowa michigan was number three undefeated and walked into kinnick and iowa won on a walk-off field goal it was a that was a great game and and hey fun fun fact audience i watched that game with travis and rj at rj's house i invited myself over i said hey we should all watch the game together yeah because michigan was looking so good yeah iowa was looking horrible and i thought I was not going to win this game. I'm going to go in and just enjoy the game company. I've ever seen. Just low scoring, all defense. It was that trash. was a great moment. That was the most miserable <laughs> night of my life. It was terrible. <laughs> Travis was up in Brock's room playing video games with my son. That might have been one of my during, favorite moments during the game. <laughs> I forgot. About I beat that. Brock Tanner's, on his game on his video game uh, system. Tanner's sitting in the room with me. Katie, Katie's Eat it, in Brock. the kitchen. Like she knows I'm furious. <laughs> Because this is happening, and there's a Hawkeye fan in our house. <laughs> Tanner's sitting at the other couch, like, not sure what to say to me. He knows, like, I probably shouldn't do anything right now, because Archie's about ready to explode. So he had this weird look on his face, and I just, oh, I, I was miserable was the whole night. time. It was. It was pretty terrible. I thought going into that, I was going to have a chance to just gloat all over you, and uh, Michigan was going to wipe the floor. I thought, I thought that was what was going to happen, too. I thought I'm gonna be a good sport, and I'm just gonna be able to, you know, laugh mm. at my own misery. Just gonna hang out with the guys. Have some, I think we had some wings or something. Like yeah. we're gonna have a good time. Uh, yeah. Some one of us had a good time. The rest, yeah. the rest did not. Well, Travis is a Michigan. Played, I had a good time. Travis, is, well, hold on. <laughs> I what would you call yourself, Travis? A Michigan what? Um, I'm a very um, casual fan. Yeah. I think I'd say. Are you like a what, what, like a nominal Christian? <laughs> Maybe a nominal Michigan <laughs> yeah. fan. I like it when they're good. <laughs> Like, I'm a big you're like, fan. Wait, who are they pl- they're playing tomorrow? The I'm, season starts tomorrow? <laughs> I'm a big fan yeah, of Travis, March they're, Madness. They're playing Ohio State, bud. Oh, I forgot about that. That's this <laughs> that's Saturday? Right. Yeah. yeah, you're, you're becoming it's, just a basketball it's fan It's easier now. to be that kind of fan. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That uh, is true. Uh-huh. So you had a, uh, Tanner, an, an illustrious high school <laughs> basketball career. I don't know that illustrious is the word I would well, choose. Well, I mean, you you finished it uh, with all-conference nod, 
right? Like in the in does honorable uh, mention count as all conference? Yeah. And what uh, what conference it, was this again? The Heart of Iowa Conference. The Heart of Iowa Conference. Wow. Sounds, you were sounds honorable, awesome. honorable deal, mention all conference. Yeah. Wow. Which isn't which is isn't this something that the coach just nominates you for? It's not something actually the, the other coaches vote the, for. The listeners don't know that. It's, I know. I'm outing myself as yeah, as, well, as a sad award. To yeah. Get. They pick like their favorite senior that didn't get an actual award, and they uh, give. They see, give I learned that like mention. two years ago from you, and I was like, oh, that that feels. <laughs> That's not something the other coaches recognize me for. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Well, maybe they did it different in that conference. Who knows? Right? I'm sure they did. Yeah. In that year, I'm sure it was probably did. completely mm-hmm. different. But you still play basketball. I do. In fact, you run the. Um, do you do you have a name for the church league that's it's called? That, it's just called the Des Moines Metro Des Moines Metro Church Basketball League. Des Moines long, Metro Church name, Basketball we have, League. We have churches that aren't just in Ankeny, so I couldn't call it the Ankeny Church Basketball League. Mm. So. Right. So does it have like a? Do you do you shorten it? Do you abbreviate it for your website? DM Metro. Yeah. Church Basketball League. DM Metro Church Basketball it's League. It's not really that much shorter. But so you you lead a team from First Family every year in I this. Um, how successful have you guys been in this? Well, the first year we had the league, actually, my team won. And it looked like the classic, like, oh, Tanner makes the league, and then his own team wins it. Stack the team. Stack, yeah, of course. But since then, we've struggled to be above 500 um and we have i don't even think we've made the final since that first year mm-hmm. we had a bunch of guys that were on the team from the years before and then they kind of called to quits after that year and on a high note end of the championship and since then we have not been able to replicate that success so i think we've done it for five years now and yeah i think we don't we haven't had a a run to the championship since that first year so if you're a six foot five or higher uh <laughs> yeah. player we really need big men so if you're a tall guy we could Jeff, be able to use you Jeff, six three i'm not six five Six three will work, Trav. He's six three and athletic. I've roll. invited Trav probably four times to play on our team. And he I retired. Not. Hey, it's hey, when you a, got rid of the beats. Travis, what, tell us the story about the last time you uh, played basketball. I twisted my ankle. No, 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 no. I'm done. That other, that the, hurt the other so one where you bad. hit the game winner. Well, was that the last time? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It was one of the. That was pretty most, funny. My most that, memorable time. Well, I'm going to turn the played. tables a little bit. Tell that story. That's a great I, Travis. I think story. I, here, here's how I remember. RJ, my how I remember it. I remember I was just having a really like rough morning i think it was like one of those early morning basketball i just wasn't hitting any shots and i was off and so i was pretty frustrated with myself finally we're in like a three-on-three game or something like that and i think it started to click i got i got in my rhythm swish swish so all of swish. a sudden the, yeah i'm feeling real confident so he makes one shot i make a three-pointer and then the next one you shoot you made another one yeah that's right and when you released it what did you say i said that's game <laughs> that's game <laughs> It just felt like I was so hot. The game's over. Like so, the, it, the, it's done. The problem was that uh, we were playing to twenty-one, <laughs> and that made the score like, like eight to three. <laughs> but I was and, on a streak, and it was over. And he said it so convincingly. <laughs> yeah. That there were a couple of guys playing with us that actually Stop. walked off the court and started taking their shoes off. Like that is because game. <laughs> Travis I guess that was the it. game was over. <laughs> the game is over. I guess that was it. Ball game. Uh, <laughs> did you finish the game or did you guys just quit? No, I think he literally yeah. took his shoes off and he's yeah. like, I don't want to we put them back on. We were just laughing so hard. At so we're point, done. It was over. With. Yeah. So it really was the game winner. <laughs> it was. You you it won was, eight to three. It was prophetic. He creates his own game winners. <laughs> that's the type of player you need on your he's team. He's so confident. You, yeah. He says game winner, and you just believe it. Yeah. You're like, oh, I guess that's it. Okay. 
I didn't realize we were that high on the score already. So what was your question about the church league? <laughs> I just I just oh, wanted okay. to know like how the team how the doing how doing. Like, that's right. Not that's great. Right. Why why do you not continue you to recruit. have a team? Why do you yeah. like this? Why do you enjoy yeah. doing As RJ it? says, ABC always be cruiting. Always yeah. be cruiting. So yeah. I I have not done it. I've dropped the ball the last few that years. Can, and that I think can that's work hurt in me. so many areas. Yeah. Basketball, ministry. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Always be cruiting. Yeah. All right. Um all right, last thing from me then. Okay. So you um Around here, we also know you're a, you're a big fan of The Office. Uh, we've done yeah. some Office trivia nights. Um, so when you look at Travis and myself, what character from The Office would you uh, say we are most similar to? Oh man, is it similar in it's similar in like actions, right? Don't, like, wh- don't call me Kevin because I'm a little <laughs> overweight. <laughs> that's what that's I'm, what I'm that's what I'm getting at. Okay. <laughs> well, I think Travis is easy because he's I think he's Jim. What? Because he's he's tall okay. and yeah. he doesn't say a lot. Like you're not okay. a talkative yeah. person, no. but when you do say stuff, well, you say a... it pretty deadpan and okay. it's gold. He's nice. a hipster jock too. Right, exactly. I am? You are. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah. when we did I... the firsties, RJ and I both agreed that Travis was the best part because he wasn't Absolutely. really trying to be funny. Every okay. He wasn't trying to be I'll funny. Jim. He just like that. would say stuff and do stuff randomly that were hilarious. Like RJ was trying to be funny. Travis was just yeah. kind of being himself and was hilarious. Can you say you? I remind you of John Krasinski as well. I mean, he's right. pretty ripped now. So. I know, right? Yeah. That's like a big compliment. Wait for the weight room, bud. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, who would? Who would? I feel like Michael Scott. Oh, no. because you're always trying to make jokes and be no, funny. I'm not always trying that. Well, I mean, if you wanna if you wanna do a merger, I mean, if you can merge these two polar opposite characters, you are our HR rep. I'm here not the Toby. Tr- Toby and There's Michael no combine. <laughs> he has okay, to combine no, no. those two. They hate uh, each other. Okay, let me ask it. Okay, rank yourselves. Okay, who do you think you are? If you're if you're not Michael, then who are you, RJ? That's yeah. I mean, I really like uh, Andy Bernard. I think I'm, I have a lot of He's a sharp, sharp dresser. Mm-hmm. I, I am in finance as well, so I could be Kevin, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Um, so. Mm-hmm. I, who, yeah. who was the tall intern? Is that Plop? Gabe? Or G- With a tall intern? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gabe. Uh, Gabe. Oh, he's not an intern. He, he was like the corporate guy. I think yeah. I'm a little like Gabe. Really? That's not a good no, comparison. No, no, no. I don't <laughs> think you're Gabe. <laughs> no, man. no. And uh, season is it season eight? They bring in Plop and the Clark. two Clark. Which one was the tall one? I mean, well, it was it was Clark. Plop, no, no. Plop, Plop wasn't tall though. He was like average height. The, the other guy was super short. He yeah, was he was guy. short. He so was Plop. Dwight Junior. That's I was. He, yeah, oh, Plop. Dwight Junior. Why Plop? He was the. I don't know. He wouldn't. Be, you'd be Jim Junior, wouldn't you? I don't know. Because that they, they do compare Plop to Jim. Yeah. So basically, you're Jim. I'm Jim Junior. Okay. Plop. Wow. That's where that's where I was going. Mm. All right, so who so who am I? Not Gabe. Gabe's a jerk. Who are you? Hmm. Huh. Who do you think? Hmm. Overconfident. Okay. <laughs> wow. Complains a lot. Okay. Stickler to the rules. I'm thinking Angela. Angela. <laughs> I have to be a girl. Come on. That was so easy. That Angela. It's not even. Wow. The person who is literal zero fun in the office. The no. naysayer and nitpicker of everyone. That's what you picked for me. I'm insulted. This is supposed to be about me, and you're making this. Oh, that's actually. I'd probably call you Oscar. Because so. actually, yeah, do I do yeah. that? You're kind of the know-it-all. I, I was th- he has a little creed in him. Yeah, a little creed. <laughs> See, I didn't want to say that I was creed, but that'd be the guy I would strive to be. I almost said creed for Maybe you. Maybe creed. I almost, yeah. but creed doesn't like he doesn't say a lot, mm. and so I was just. Oh, I talk too much. I you talk you. too much to be creed. <laughs> so maybe creed and Michael. Maybe that's a good. Let's see. Good yeah. I do you. love crossword puzzles. I could be Who? Stanley. Who's our Dwight? Do we have a Dwight? 
Hmm. Who's our just? Is it Jake? Is Jake our Dwight? Yeah. Kind of crazy. Takes in, things a little seriously intense. sometimes. Little too. But hey, Dwight has a lot of good qualities too. We're not. We're not. He's downing loyal. Jake. He's loyal. He's loyal. a hard hard worker. He's right. t- as he said, he's tenacious. He'll fight people. Yes, he, he has weapons around the office. Uh, jackhammer. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. use those words to describe Jake. Yeah, tenacious. So, cares jackhammer. about safety. Uh huh. Does Jake I'm not care sure about Jake safety? Cares about that. He's a youth <laughs> guy. Does he care about safety? Hmm. You kind of like that that type of humor. So you you like The Office, Arrested Development. You're a Parks and Rec fan. I am. You've yeah. also watched through Seinfeld. I have. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's interesting. Those are good. So if you have well, if you if you see me at church any Sunday and you have quotes from any of those shows, yeah, come on up. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I'll probably remember them. I have a weird. My brain re- weirdly remembers uh, like deep cut quotes. That from is hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. And we've done office trivia nights, true. and I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, between RJ and I, I would say we uh, carry the team. I don't think that's true. I think you pretty much carried us. Mm-hmm. All right. What do we get? Second place. We got second place at yeah. an office trivia night at Thunderhead, and we got a gift cards. And now Thunderhead no longer exists. Well, you can, well still use it. you can still use it there, though. Is it the, same, the same company? It's the same people that own yeah. it. I think they just changed yeah. the name or something. Or now, the, what, is it, what is it? A chicken Coop? Chicken, chicken Coop. coop. Yeah. I didn't know it was the same people. We got second on a stupid hard question Yeah, that I'm still convinced to this day that that group looked it up and somehow yeah. cheated. Rigged. Because it was so... Even I thought it was a deep cut. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. how did you know that? It was list three different things. Right. And yeah. it was so deep they nailed cut. I'm like, it. There's, you got all three? No way. I yeah. still don't believe it. Yeah. Rigged. Still bitter. I'm still bitter about We're it. We're calling you out, Chicken Coop. You cheated. Chicken Coop well, didn't cheat. It was oh, the winners of the... That's true. I don't remember. They were in on it. I, I mean, remember who it was. I think they were Scranton too or something. Yeah, do you remember I knew a couple people on their team? You did? Yeah. So you want to call that. them out? I'm not going to absolutely call them cheaters. But oh, I am. They listen to this There's podcast There's probably a pretty sure. good chance that they cheated that one. So I just feel like they, you know, they're texting somebody who's to get their you know, twenty-five dollar gift card. Another location, and they're texting the questions, uh-huh, and then yeah. when you ask about it, they're like, "Oh, I'm just texting." Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not, looking, I'm not looking anything. I'm just texting. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a lot of fun, Tanner. Yeah. It's been great to get Good to know trip you. Down memory lane. I hope our church has enjoyed getting to know you a little bit deeper. And yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah. I, I really enjoy being here. Mm-hmm. Blessed to be on staff here. So. Cool. RJ, want to take us out? Uh, sure. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, come back for the next episode where we will be interviewing Julie Day. Yeah, fingers crossed. Anyway, that will be an exciting one. Mm-hmm. Julie is our uh, discipleship pastor assistant. Yep. I mean, to she Travis. is Travis's assistant, and uh, um, I have a feeling that might be the podcast where the guest says the least out of anybody. Probably, guest we have. we're gonna have to carry. Well we're gonna have to pull stuff out of her. Yeah, yeah, pulling teeth. So yeah. Yeah. it'll be a good one, though. Yeah. So She's thanks, from Texas. So she'll have a lot of stuff to say about uh, Texas. I feel like. All right. So what do we do to say goodbye then? Just usually you say something random and funny at the end. See you next time. Uh, hit the like button to follow us. I don't. What, what do hey, you ring do? the bell? I think follow no, us. We're on, not on YouTube subscribe. though. Subscribe. So follow us on Twitter. Director. TikTok would be great. Yeah. TikTok really for this for the and it's no three. video. It's just literally a black screen we're with on, audio clips. Yeah. We're on we're like, Vine. Do you know how TikTok works? <laughs> we're on Marco <laughs> Polo. <laughs> Marco Polo's fun. Mm-hmm. Do you want another dad joke to... Uh, yeah. Let's close uh, out with a dad joke. Close out. All right. So this is actually a true story it happened to me the other day. Um, I don't know if you know where I live, but right out... Uh, In the our, ritzy part of town. Our back deck, there is a, a bike path that goes by, right? Right. Um, so every morning I, I grab my coffee and I go out there. And uh, the last last week, every day for the week, I got hit by a bicycle. Wow. Every the, day. What are the odds? The same bicycle, Travis. That's terrible. What a vicious cycle. Oh. And this is where you'll put the drum thing in. Is that where, is that where we're going to end it? We're going to end it with your, your dad joke, and that's just, just that's it. That's it. the end cut. Yeah. I'm out.